Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Online visit HIMS.com slash J-O-Y. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, I mean, I think that once we get into a, a, a normal rhythm, which, um, you know, finals throws you off the rhythm. It wasn't that long ago where we had we did not have a Christmas break. I mean, when I played, we, we never went home for Christmas. And I know at Nevada, at least the first year or two, we, there was no Christmas break. I think the guys have done great. I mean, we've been able to go two-a-days prior to the last game. We've gone two-a-days, you know, since we came back from, from our, our Christmas break. And it's allowed us to clean some things up offensively. You know, it's allowed us to do prep, allowed us hopefully to, to see some of the holes that we have in areas that we have to have broken. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Todd Pierce, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. How great is it that it's been, for a lot of us, a shorter week, but it is Thursday already. And then tomorrow, it's going to be... A great day because it's always great when it's Friday. And then you got the weekend once again. And for a lot of us, it'll be a longer weekend with January 1st, the uh, new year being on a Monday. And so uh, enjoy it while you can, folks. Enjoy bowl games and enjoy uh, some NFL games. But also enjoy some college basketball because we know that is getting down to the final stretch of the non-conference slate for many teams, Arkansas being one of them. And this Saturday will be their final non-conference game and SEC play, baby, is here, and it is going to get wild because Arkansas is still working on some things, still growing into it, but still has a lot in front of them and a lot of potential to happen. And no better person to talk about all of these things than our guy, Matt Zimmerman. You're thinking, okay, here we go again. Two seconds, one second, the horn still. Arkansas wins! The Razorbacks have won it! This year's team is built different. They're built more above the rim. Coach Matt Zimmerman on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. All right, let's go to the phone lines and welcome in the man himself, Coach Matt Zimmerman. Coach Z, how you doing this afternoon, man? Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Had a great Christmas back in St. Vincent with the family. It was awesome. I was there for, got there Saturday and stayed till yesterday, so it was awesome with my mom and dad, all my siblings, nephews and nieces, and a lot of cousins and a lot of family, so it, it was nice, very nice, but it's good to be back, John, Todd, and hope you guys have a good Christmas also. Definitely, definitely did, and we know with uh, New Year's coming up, it's going to be uh, a thing where uh, New Year, New Me type of deal for many different people. But for Arkansas Razorback basketball coach, they still got a tough test against a non-conference opponent, UNC Wilmington. As we know, Arkansas had to work on some things. They've had some ups and downs. I feel like the last game that Arkansas played in, first half, terrible. Second half, really turned it on. But we're talking about a team in UNC Wilmington that's had some upsets, like beating Kentucky in Rupp Arena, wow. which we know is not easy. So just what do you think about UNC Wilmington and the test that they'll provide against Arkansas? Should be a pretty interesting game. Arkansas's got a lot more talent than Wilmington. Wilmington does a pretty good job in, in their stuff. And I was looking at all their numbers yesterday, and I was like, man, I mean, incredible from free throw numbers, three-pointers, um, how they shoot the ball, some fast break points and all this stuff. And then I really dove in it more, and I was like, they are pretty good. They've had some good wins. But you also have to take into fact some of these really huge numbers they had because they beat the University of Mount Olive. By, uh, they, they, they scored 105, and they beat Columbia International. I didn't know that there was a Columbia International. That's in Columbia, South Carolina. They scored 116 on them. That'll help your stats. And then they beat Montreat College, which is in Montreat, North Carolina. They scored 119 points. I was like, that's why they have such phenomenal offensive numbers. You combine that with the fact they are pretty good. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a nice program. Wilmington has gotten better. Uh, the coach they have there now, Siddle, he's kind of gotten it going pretty good. He was a uh, – I think he's in his fourth season now at Wilmington. And, by the way, I was trying to think when the last time we had – I think this may be the third team ever 
that'll come in here. They'll be wearing teal. Uh, they're, they're, that's they're called the Seahawks. Mm. You don't play a lot of teams with teal colors, but uh, they'll 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 roll in here on Saturday. It'll be interesting. They they have a couple of pretty good players. I like their point guard Phillips. Um, he's he's a guy that kind of makes a lot happen for them. Uh, Newby's a good player. Number one, uh, KJ Jenkins, number zero, can really sh- shoot the basketball. And uh, he hit three threes against Kentucky. I had that game on DVR and went back, and they they wouldn't have beat him without him. But the guy that's, that's the best player, um, he's really done so much for them. His, his name is White, and he 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 had twenty seven and ten against Kentucky. Trezarian White, he wears number thirteen, and he can do a little bit of everything. He's a versatile guy. He doesn't shoot a ton of threes. He's nine for twenty on the threes, which is really good, almost fifty percent. But he he hits mid range. He can get around the basket. He can finish down low. And White's a good player, thirteen. So just like when we saw with Greensboro, they came in here with a six eight big kid that was pretty good, and two attacking guards, those Langley brothers. Um, you know, those three basically on their own uh, had had tremendous games, and they were a huge part of them winning. So they have that kind of talent. Wilmington does, but overall, Arkansas. Uh, coming off this break, sh- should play well and, and, and hopefully get a win Saturday. So going into this then, Coach, what is Arkansas? I mean, they got a lot of things that we know they've continued to work on, continue to improve on, but what's going to be the key ingredient for Arkansas to have success in this game against them? Well, definitely going to be Arkansas's defense because it is, it's, you know, it's been good at times and it's struggled at times. And it's, there's been times they haven't been able to get stops. There's been times that they couldn't, that the Razorbacks had trouble keeping people in front of them. And so I uh, did that a little bit better against Abilene Christian. Abilene's Christian, it was 73 points, um, but they couldn't drive it as much as they did some in the first half. But I think that, just overall team defense, um, keeping Wilmington from driving, because I think most of Wilmington's threes are set up by dribble penetration. And if they can sh- shut that penetration down, they'll have, a, they'll have a really good chance to win this ballgame. I mean, Wilmington, they, they, they score 85 a game. Uh, and they give up 71. So it, this is kind of a high-scoring attack. Again, the numbers are a little bit inflated when you score 119 on the NAIA team. But still, those are still really good offensive numbers. So to me, the number one thing is Arkansas's defense versus Wilmington's offense. And if, if the defense can have a good game, high-energy game, high-effort game, high-intensity game, the crowd ought to be awesome, uh, then the Razorbacks, you know, there's no reason why Arkansas should, should, shouldn't be able to beat Wilmington. Yeah, I was thinking about it offensively, too, because last time we saw Arkansas out, you, you really had great performances by Tremont Mark and Califf Battle. And, you know, those are guys that have really showcased that they can, they can be the dudes that go for 20-plus points any given yeah. night. Uh, do you think that just given their way that they play and everything, are those going to have to be the two guys that you count on to get anywhere between 15, 20 points per game where, hey, you can't have off games. You two have to be able to yeah, be the scorers right. on this team. Well, there's going to be a lot of games like that, John, where you're going to have to have Tremont and KB have huge games. Uh, this one, I, I think that Arkansas has so much depth. I mean, really, you're sitting, you know, the NCAA allows 13 scholarship players, and then we, we also got Minifield, who came here as a scholarship player. So you got 14 high major guys, and all 14 of those are legit high level, you know, high major basketball players. And what we used to call high major back in the day, now they call it Power Five and all these other names. But you know, all you got 14 legit players. If if both of these guys did not play well and didn't score well, say one of them got eight, one of them got four, does that mean Arsenal loses? No, absolutely not. Because you got so many other guys, you got a lot of a lot of depth, you got a lot of talent. I think inside Arkansas could really do some work against Wilmington inside with Mackay, Jalen Graham. I think Brazil will bounce back. I think he's pretty determined. Uh, he has not played as well the last few games, so I know he's extremely determined to come back. He's had some great dunks and a couple of really nice blocks, but all around the game that we know he's capable to play, and I think there'll be a better Brazil. So I think those inside guys, Chandler, Lawson, uh, those guys should have a really big impact on this game. So, yeah, you know, throughout the season, our two best scorers are Brazil and, I mean, are Tremont Mark and, and Battle. And so you need those guys to be as consistent as you can. Be able to count on them. The coaches want to be able to count on those two guys. And, you know, one of them, Tremont is a guy that really, he showed it against North Carolina. He might get you 34 points. He's capable of that, you know. And, and he's averaging 17 points a game. So I think 16.9 to lead the Razorbacks. 
and Battle's behind him. You know, Battle was averaging 22 points a game three weeks ago, and you know, now that's dropped off a little bit. He's averaging 15. So it'll, it'll be interesting how all these guys – I can't wait to see who's starting, who's playing. I really don't care who starts, but who's playing, who's playing together, who's out there at the same time. That stuff's the most interesting things for me as I watch Coach Musselman every season here. Well, Coach, that leads me perfectly into my next question. I was going to ask you, which lineup have you enjoyed watching the most? Because they've gone a lot of different directions, but is there one particular lineup of five guys out there that you think is maybe more enjoyable, more fun, the best? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, that's a good question. There's there's several lineups that are really good. I like the guard-dominated lineup. Uh, the other day against Abilene Christian, the second half when the Hogs took off, you know, it was it was really interesting that the, the guys that, that were playing – uh, you know, Devo's going to be out there in any lineup, and Menafield was out there, and uh, you know, Battle or and Tremont, all, all four of them could be out there at the same time. That's a guard-dominated lineup. And then in that game uh, the other day, there was Jalen Graham had a great second half, I thought, and Chandler Lawson had a pretty good. So one of those two was out there the whole time. That was kind of the lineup. I, I, I really like that. I think. I like having both those top scorers out there, and there's times, you know, just in the course of any game, coach has a lot of substitution decisions, and there's a lot of times that Mark and Battle are not out there, especially lately, at the same time. And you put both of them out there at the same time, and they get going, and you throw Devo out there, and you throw a point guard out there like Keon Menefield. That's four pretty darn good guards. Who's got four better guards than that? And then put the fifth guy being Chandler or Jalen Graham, or it could be Makai even. And don't forget, not even mentioned Brazil. We did all that the other night and had that good win and played so well in the second half in, 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 against Abilene Christian. And you know, Trevin was, was sitting on the bench, so you can put him in there for one of those guards if you want to. I think that's your best ones. There's still some other guys that are going to play this year and make a big impact, like a Layden Blocker. We, we've seen that from him, you know. Uh, but it's really interesting to watch it. Our two best wins, Duke, and then the number then. The team that's been number ranked number one, Purdue. Although it didn't, you know, it doesn't go in the record books. It doesn't go on our record, unfortunately. It doesn't go in front of the selection committee. That's a great win against Purdue, and L. Ellis was a star in both those games. And we're not even mentioning him, you know. And he's kind of fell out. He started the other night, uh, but then he's had trouble staying in the lineup. And now with Menafield there, with Layden Blocker playing well, it is a battle. No offense to Caleb's battle. It is a battle. To, to play at Arkansas right now. Well, that's, and again, another perfect uh, segue because we had some textures text in, and I wanted to ask you about L. Ellis. What do you think is mm-hmm. going on? Is, is it something in his head? Because we know he's got talent. We know he's got so many different things and abilities. We've yeah. seen him play well this year, but why is yeah. it that you think that he's just been unable to see the floor as much here recently? I think early on and through the summer and through the fall and into the exhibition games and early games, he was a very confident player. His head was up all the time. He was constantly looking to drive the basketball. And then all of a sudden we go to the Bahamas, and he was a little bit more tentative in attacking. And then there was – you remember he wasn't turning the ball over at all early. And then all of a sudden there was some turnovers. And he had some big turnovers. And he had some big turnovers against Memphis. And I think it impacted his confidence. And then you throw on the top. Not that he's going against his own teammates. He's not. It's all one team. But, you know, there's also competition within. And when you're struggling and you're not being able to drive it, and all of a sudden he wasn't making shots when he was shooting jump shots, and you got Layden Blocker playing pretty well. you got you got Keon Menafield coming in the last two games after he got eligible. And, you know, you got other guys competing for those minutes, and he has struggled. And I think it's been a combination of those factors. I think it's been the inability of him to get to the basket as easily and hadn't been finishing at the basket as much. And... uh you know, he needs to be a playmaker. He needs to be a guy driving and kicking it and setting his teammates up and be a facilitator. And he's got to get his head up. You know, you got to play with your head up. you got to play with confidence. He's an older guy. I mean, he played with one of the best Juco's guys. Tallahassee, tough Juco. Been there many times recruiting. Hard-nosed kids at Tallahassee. And then, you know, he went to Louisville. And so he's been around. He has played. He has experienced. This is his fifth year of playing. Not sitting out, not red-shirting, not five, five years of playing. He's an older guy. And he's still going to help this team. He's going to have to. Well, you had mentioned, speaking of guys who have been uh, struggling a little bit, you mentioned Trevin Brazil earlier. Um, I know he's given you quality minutes, and, I mean, that may not – a lot of his, you know, 
points per game off a little bit. Maybe his rebounding isn't there quite as yeah. much as it's been. So things aren't showing up quite as well on the stat sheet as they did maybe earlier in the year. Is there something that you can pinpoint as to why he's struggling? And if there is something you can pinpoint, is there a way to turn it around? Well, he definitely can turn it around. And I think that he will rise up as the level of competition increases and gets better. And as the league is, the league's, you know, it's a good, pretty good league. I do think he'll step his game up. I think he knows that he has to. Well, he's averaging nine point something and he's averaging six point something rebounds. And he's a guy that, you know, we all had these hopes of, you know, averaging 18 and 11 or something like that. And he might be able to get to that down the road at some point in his career. But, you know, right now, he's, I think he goes based on scoring. And when he's scoring it and shooting it well, he does so many other things. And when he's missing some shots and not scoring it as well, he's kind of like L. His confidence can drop a little bit. He's still our third leading scorer. But I think. I like Coach Musselman's teams when he has about five guys scoring in double figures. Well, that's a hard; those are hard teams to beat. I was fortunate enough to get to coach some teams like that. Where that's when you're really good, and we need to get back to that because we we have the two we've been talking about, Tremont and Caleb, and then our third leading scorer averages nine points something, and then Devo is the fourth leading scorer, and he averages you know right about seven. That's your fourth leading scorer, and so it's a little bit. Now, there's a bunch of them scoring four and five and six points a game. If you look at Arkansas stats, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. There's there's six guys averaging six points a game. That's pretty good. That's nice. But I, I do think we've got to have a little bit more guys with the increase you know, because there's there's it's just hard to win it. People scoring two points, four points, six points all the time. And you got to have those guys that can carry you and battle and, and mark and do that. And Trevor Brazil needs to become that third guy that coach can consistently count on. Hey, he's going to get us 14, or he might get us 20. He might get us 22. Well, Coach, I know that since we're about to wrap up non-conference play, uh, we've seen, again, some of the inconsistencies, but we've seen some really good moments. But I guess the question I have for you is just, at this point in time of the season, what would you say has been the biggest surprise about this Razorback basketball team so far? And that is a tough question, John. I think the biggest, well, the surprise to me, the biggest surprise, it was it was not in it was was the loss to, to UNC Greensboro. That was a big surprise, and uh, I don't think anyone kind of saw all that coming. And I wasn't surprised beating Duke. I always think we're going to win in Bud Walton. There there won't be a game all year. I won't think we'll, we will win in Bud Walton Arena. It's an incredible home atmosphere. It's a huge, got a huge advantage when you walk out there to play. Um, but but some other things that have been a little bit of surprise. It's been a little bit of the. Yeah, I thought this team would be a tremendous rebounding team, and they they might get to that, but they have not been that. And then just the steals and assists. His teams usually have good steal and assist numbers, and they have not been as good as he wants. That's why he's been so frustrated, and that's why he keeps changing the lineup and, and doing things to try to get. Not that a steal equals a win, you know. Coach, you know, my Anderson teams would average ten, twelve assists a game. Didn't mean he was going to win. But, but I do know Coach wants more aggressive, more pressure defense from his team. He's got guys that can really do it. Um, but as far as the other surprises in a really good way, Chandler Lawson, I remember when he was coming out of high school, he has been he has been so good. I've been so impressed with how his attitude and how he has played and how he can shoot the ball. That, that's been a great surprise. And I, I, I was surprised. This wasn't recently, but this was in June, the first time I got to watch him practice. And I was like, oh, my goodness, Layton Blocker is all he, – he is really good. Hmm. And he is going to be a great – hopefully a great four or however many years they'll let him play in the future year player. I've been so surprised at him and how well he's done. And I, I think – and I knew Trevon Mark's game. He's not really been a surprise. He's been he's been very good. Um, but, but mostly that. I, I kind of thought Makai would be a little bit more uh, going here early on because he's a guy that can get you double-doubles. And I thought Makai, and I think we'll see some huge games. I really like him. I think he's going to be a big part of some successful games. But back to Brazil and how he can get there's a good question by Todd. You know, he's got to get some buckets around the paint. He's got to get some not just a not just a a dunk. You know, being able to go inside and turn around jump shot and elevate over a guy from Auburn or Georgia or Florida and and, and make close to the basket shots and not have to rely on a dunk in transition or a dunk in a broken play or uh, a three-pointer, and I, I think that will help Brazil because we need that third guy that can really score some points. Well, Coach, you've been uh, watching any of these bowl games, uh, trying to keep up with them at all? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was really excited yesterday when I was driving back to Fayetteville. So I was excited to watch A&M with Oklahoma State. And I've seen a few other games before that, but I got to watch most of all of that one last night. Of course, I mean, as soon as the quarterback there, and I, I didn't realize the fact the, the third quarterback at A&M had had such a pretty good you know finish to the season mm-hmm. at the left-hander. And he rolled out, and he threw the pass, and the camera went off of him. I said, man, he got hit low. I hope he's okay. And then took the announcers about 12 seconds to say, well, he was down on the ground. And then he never played. That changed that game. But uh, looking forward to these games, uh, you know, Ohio State, Missouri, that's tomorrow night. That's going to be interesting. Rutgers, uh, and I liked that game a little bit yesterday. It was in Annapolis. It was kind of dark and cold. I think that was Virginia Tech or West Virginia. I guess it was West Virginia. Yeah, Virginia and Tech like, and Tulane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Virginia, old school. And that's kind of the way this Rutgers-Miami game is the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. So what I got to do, John, is that they hardly ever say where the bowl's at, you know, unless you're listening real closely. So I always got to Google figure out where these bowls are because they got all the sponsors' hmm. names. It's not like the old days where they just said, you know, the Fiesta Bowl or the Holiday Bowl or the Rose Bowl. And so I always like to figure out where these bowls are. But, yeah, they're, they're fun to watch. I wish we were in one of them, but uh, we'll be back there next year. Oh, yeah. I was, we were talking about the, the Pinstripe Bowl and the Fenway Bowl and how it must be cool to uh, to have that uh, in those stadiums. But even yesterday, Coach, uh, we were also laughing that we saw Coach have a, a bucket of eggnog poured on him when they won and then another one with a bucket of mayonnaise yeah. poured on him. And I'm like, man, yeah. I don't know which one I'd rather have uh, have to deal with afterwards. Eggnog. But yeah, You see, that's what I was eggnog. thinking is eggnog just because mayonnaise, the smell, man, I think that would just get oh. me uh, in a bad way. Yeah, it's interesting they they kind of – made that a bowl tradition and i've seen somewhere there's five uh these games in major league baseball stadiums there was the one that was in phoenix where uh, you know in, in where arizona plays their baseball the Diamond Field, so, yep. yeah you got all these games that, that are that are being played and in, in, in baseball so, which is a unique deal and i haven't seen it yet but one of my nephews benjamin told me that one of the games they both stood on the same sideline but I hadn't seen that yet. I, 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 surely they're not both teams on the same side. I, I, I don't know where he got that info at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm not totally sure either. Is there a certain bowl game though that you, whether you've gone to or that you've always enjoyed more than the others? Because you know, I think about uh, when I went to the Texas Bowl when Arkansas beat mm-hmm. Texas there. Obviously, the game was great. But you know, Arkansas going six and six—that was about as good of a six and six bowl game playing an NFL stadium and uh, yeah. everything going along with it. Uh, than some others, yeah. but is there a particular bowl game that you've always liked or that you've attended that you've enjoyed more? Well, from an old school guy, so when I was a kid growing up, you wanted to win the Southwest Conference, and you got to go to Cotton Bowl. And so I remember, you know, the, the, the Cotton Bowls, uh, the one second to last season, the Frank Bowls, I was really, really little, and I remember my brothers, uh, Arkansas was playing Georgia, and then getting to go to the bowl games when we finally got to go back, the, the Quinn Grovey era, um, his last two years, well, no, I take that back, his his, uh, his last year they weren't as good, but the, the other two years that he led the Razorbacks to the Southwest Conference Championship, and and we played UCLA and Tennessee, and those were awesome. And then I got to go when we played Oklahoma in that freezing cold hmm. one. Oh, it's freezing cold. Yep. So I've been to some Cotton Bowls, um, and if if not, just watching them on TV. I, I like the Cotton Bowl, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the college football playoff. I think it's uh, it's really interesting how these games go. And, uh, I'm excited that they're on January 1st, so it, it, it's going to be good. And speaking of that Texas Bowl you mentioned, John, um, so many Razorback fans love that. We were 7-6, and six, and so much came out of that game. We swept Texas. We mm-hmm. go 7-6. and six. There was a huge contract given to Coach. You know, he had that statement where, you know, he kneeled down. I thought we were going to score right there at the end. We were just killing them already. And he had, of course, his statement about it being borderline, whatever. You know, <laughs> the Hog fans just absolutely went nuts. They loved it. Everyone was so excited. He got the big contract. And then, you know, that was that was when Jeff was the AD and Coach Bielema was here. Sam Pittman was here as offensive line coach. So much kind of changed after that bowl game. You know, the next year we were good, 8-5. Mm-hmm. and five. But then, uh, then, 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 then it kind of started. Well, then it didn't start. Then it went downhill. <laughs> and, uh. You know, just so much happened off that Texas Bowl. That's a good bowl game. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, but, man, 12-team playoff, guys, it gives all of us hope. And I love the Razorbacks. I went to school here. But we've not ever sniffed it. We hadn't sniffed the 14 playoff. I hate to say that. We've not gotten close to the 14 playoff. And it, it'll be nice to be, hopefully, in the hunt with the 12 teams. So, I think for schools like ours, not that we couldn't make the 14 playoff. We would someday. Right. Might be five years from now. Might have been 25 years from now. But 
we would have made it someday. But now, hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be nice. We're all 12 teams is a lot. So that'll be nice. Well, Coach, real quick before I let you get out of here, too. New Year's plans? Do you, you stay up till midnight? You, you big yeah. on that? Or do you just yeah. kind of chill oh, and it's yeah. another day? No, uh, I, I've spent so many of them on the road. But back when I was coaching at Missouri, I started having a New Year's Eve get-together at my house, and I did that for uh, several years when I came to Arkansas. Stopped doing that um, a few years back. I don't know, eight, seven, eight years ago, quit doing that. And so I just do whatever. It's pretty. I'll definitely be up. But uh, I'm too old to go run around. I, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to in this house or, or do whatever. So it'll be pretty laid back. You know, hey, I'm kind of like my man Dennis Harper used to always say we can we can tear it up we can celebrate but it's going to be from about 4 p.m to about 6 p.m then i'm going to shut it down so <laughs> that's kind of way i am i will stay up though and watch it, it it's awesome and i can't believe it's 2024 i know i know it's gonna move so fast but hey coach four to six that's why they call it happy hour they did it for people <laughs> like you and people that's like right. that that enjoys those times the yeah. most no doubt about it but coach yeah. hey we always appreciate it appreciate uh, telco federal credit union and have a happy new year enjoy yourself coach and we, uh, we look forward Thank to you, seeing you in the new year yep john stay in touch with us and uh, i'll see you up here in Fayetteville. i know oh yes you will coach appreciate okay. it uh, all again, right yeah, John. no problem. Again, that was Coach Matt Zimmerman joining us. Thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. We're going to take a commercial break and come back. More Out of Bounds. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. This is Sports Center. In the bowl games yesterday, Virginia Tech beat Tulane 41 to 20 in the Military Bowl as the Green Wave were without head coach Willie Fritz and many other members of his staff. Fritz moved on to become the head coach at Houston and took five assistants with him. West Virginia beat North Carolina 30 to 10 in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. USC defeated Louisville 42 to 28 in the Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Sophomore quarterback Miller Moss threw for 372 yards and six touchdowns in the game. And then Oklahoma State beat Texas A&M 31 to 23 in the Tax Stack Texas Bowl. And in the NFL, the Broncos have decided to bench Russell Wilson. The likely outcome is that he's cut this offseason. He threw for 26 touchdowns and 8 interceptions this year. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Kennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. End of year specials on select Kubota tractors. Pay zero down and 0% APR for 84 months in most cases. Some restrictions apply. Kennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Your hometown dealer no matter where you live. KennardFoothills.com Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. Townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here and it's here to stay. 
Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. These all-natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain-free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That number one more time. 501-222-8440. This holiday season, how will you celebrate? Stick to the classics or boldly forge new traditions? Because with Cadillac, there's no wrong way to celebrate where dynamic sedans promise holiday joy around every turn. And stunning SUVs invite you to seize the season in maximum style. This holiday season, no matter how you celebrate, Cadillac is celebrating you. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. At Twin Peaks, sports and scenic views go hand in hand. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge with a menu to match. Pair any of our made-from-scratch menu items with a frosty 29-degree draft beer served by a beautiful Twin Peaks girl. And you're in for a legendary sports-watching experience. Twin Peaks has convenient seating inside and out and a fire pit outside to keep you warm on those crisp, cool nights. And with the wall-to-wall TVs at Twin Peaks, you'll never miss a play. Catch all the sports this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, boxing, and UFC. It's all at Twin Peaks. You have two happy hours to choose from, one from 2 to 7, and another from 10 to close. Get lunch at Twin Peaks featuring savory soups, salads, and a variety of sandwiches. There's a contactless menu option, which means you just scan the QR code on your table and browse the menu. Order online courtesy of DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz. Thursday here on Out of Bounds, but one place we will never talk trash about here on Out of Bounds will be Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville, because Guadney, they do it the best of anybody when it comes to the car buying experience. They always have a great amount of inventory, and whether it's for a truck, like, an S, like a Silverado, which is what I have and I love, highly recommend, or it's the Blazers, the new Blazers that they have, or maybe the Equinoxes. Maybe the Malibus. They have it all. They have everything that you could possibly want when it comes to brand new Chevrolet vehicles at Guadney Chevrolet. Love my Equinox. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have one. I've seen a few of our guys. I think Christian has an Equinox, too. Uh, and, you know, I don't think it's by accident that everybody has those because they love what they have going with the Equinoxes. It's just one of the many great vehicles that you can get from Guadney Chevrolet. The experience is always going to be top-notch. You're not going to get a car-buying experience like you get at Guadney Chevrolet with the inventory, but also with the ability to get you in the vehicle that you want and that you can afford. And they're always having different specials going on. They're still having the red tag sales events where you're going to get money off. No matter what vehicle you get that's brand new on the lot, you're going to get money off as well as a lot of these vehicles. 1.9% APR for qualified buyers. Get Not getting those deals anywhere else. So go check them out today. Guani Chevrolet in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. It's at 1301 TPY Drive. It's Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can also shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. So no matter what it is, 
always do it with Guadney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate Coach Z joining us in the previous segment. Love how he talked about uh, some of the bowl games and the experiences that come along with it and the fun and the and the hype that's always happened. But, uh, yeah, that's that's something that I think sometimes people take for granted for these bowl games. Because right now Rutgers is up 14-7 to on Miami. That's the U. And let's see, the bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl. 22 seconds left in the first half. And isn't it weird, like, you know, USC and Miami, two schools that I feel like should be good at football every single year. And when I say good at football, I'm talking about 10 wins every year. And really, for the most part, USC had a good year last year, but I feel like for the most part, they haven't really lived up to the expectation that has been thrown their way, for whatever reason. So, seeing them at 7-5 and has always been crazy, but uh, yeah, but still... Pretty decent game, at least in the beginning part of it. And this whole idea with Florida State saying that, oh, if we go undefeated, we should be crowned as champions. We're the only undefeated team left. We should be crowned as champions. Great. But it does not matter. It doesn't matter what you think you should be. It doesn't matter what you think you will be. What matters is the record books. And what matters is the college football playoff is what determines the national champion. And if you don't win the college football playoff... Guess what? You are not a national, national champion. champion. Simple as that. And I hate it for them. I get they're fighting tooth and nail, but it's not going to change anyone's mind. Just like UCF wasn't a national champion back in, was it 2019, 2018, something like that, when they went undefeated. I, I don't care what anybody says. Back in 2003, when LSU won the national championship over Oklahoma, USC claimed the championship, but they weren't. That was the year where they went undefeated. I think the AP ranked them number one at the end of the year. So therefore, they're like, oh, so we're the national champion. No, you're not. You didn't win the BCS. I guess that was even before the BCS national championship game. That was back when a certain bowl just determined who the champion was. And, you know, it was the Sugar Bowl, I believe, is what LSU won that year with Nick Saban. But, again, this whole claiming, this whole, oh, we're going to do this, great. I don't care. Because it's not going to matter. The national championship and the national champion will be determined out of the final four teams. And if you're not in those four teams, you, no matter what you do or say, you're not going to be a national champion. So I just don't understand why Florida State keeps trying to fight this battle and keep coming out like this. Maybe just to vent. Maybe just to keep the attention on them. Go ahead. Make all the t-shirts you want. Say you're champions. Have a ceremony even. But 20 years from now, when someone says, hey, who won the 2024 National Championship in college football? No one's going to say Florida State. Unless it's old grandpa who grew up a Florida State fan and he's still upset by it. Those are the only people who are going to say it. So I just think it's so dumb that they continue to try to make this a thing. Stop making it a thing. It's over. You got screwed. There's no question. But you got to move on. Focus on next year. Focus on recruiting. Focus on this transfer portal. Focus on beating Georgia. Yeah. Focus on that. Focus on the important things. I feel for you, but you need to move on. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Pete's in Little Rock. What's up, Pete? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, man? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hadn't, hadn't even listened in this week because of the holidays, but I do have a, I do have a take okay. uh, or a complaint. Okay. Um, but I was going to ask Todd as well. Um, and I follow all kinds of sports and, and played all kinds from lacrosse to football and everything else. I had no idea Nebraska was a volleyball hmm. uh, historic powerhouse. Oh yeah, it's it's, you know? it's been that way for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought of some SEC teams, thought of UCLA, of course, and some others. But until they played Razorbacks, man, I was you know, and they showed their history. I was I was pretty impressed with that. Because wasn't it the, uh, I forgot what date it was, but they had where they had to rent out basically the football stadium in Nebraska August for 90,000 yeah, yeah. 90, people to watch yeah. a volleyball game. So, yeah, it's pretty important. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. All right, so here's my complaint, and it was probably brought up since the game. Uh, and, again, I, I was blessed to see Jordan play uh, over 13, 13, 14 times. So I'm a big Jordan guy. Have you guys talked about, uh, or has it been discussed, Jordan's fall in the Christmas Day game, you know, when he fell to the ground and hurt his knee and all of that, 
it certainly was a viral social meme. But have you guys talked about that? No, not at all. I mean, okay. It, so, so long story short, yeah. So you know, Christmas Day game, uh, LeBron uh, <clears throat> was playing. He was he was cooking. I mean, he was literally almost on his way to triple double. And it was maybe after the second half. And long story short, he runs in uh, to one of the opposing players. They both look each other, look, and your listeners will know. They both look at each other, and LeBron goes to the ground. Not only does he grow the go to the ground and grabs his knee and is yelling and screaming, and the trainers come out and they, I think they go to a timeout as well. It looked really bad. Um, they came back, and my rant, of course, is that uh, he was perfectly fine. Uh, number two, he was crying like he had been shot, all right? And then when they played the replay of it um, two or three times over, and you, again, you can find it online, he looks at the player who went down grabbing his back. It was a back injury. that They ran into each other, basically. I believe it was Jalen Brown. And you can see the... You can see LeBron look at him and then in slow motion go down like an old Miss football player. <laughs> and then at, at his age is sitting there on the floor and, and complaining and crying like he had been shot. No exaggeration. And I even, you know, I don't tweet out that much, but I even made a comment. You wouldn't see the GOAT, you know, my man MJ. You wouldn't mm-hmm. see him do that. So you'll have to find it. It's certainly a rant. Yeah, I just I just saw it, my man. Yeah, I just looked oh. it up, Pete, and uh, to see what you were talking about. And uh, I as great as he is, there's no. I mean, come on, LeBron. That is your detractment. That is that is why people, you know, as great as you are, and you may be the second best player of all time. That's why people kind of, you know, you know. Yeah. Hang on, you. So, well, yeah. Hey, appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you, Pete. Thanks for calling in. Um, so I, I will be honest. On Christmas Day, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of sports because I was doing Christmas things. Uh, so I didn't get to watch even much of the NBA games. But I did see that clip that he was referring to, and I guess my take on it, and you know, people can have their own uh, opinion on everything, but my take on it is that's just kind of how the NBA is a lot in general, and, and where it's at. There's a lot of exaggeration, flopping over the top to where I even hate to say it, but it's true. I don't know who's legitimately hurt and who's not. And so because it's like the boy who cried wolf type of deal. The amount of times that people flop, that people act like they're really hurt and they're not to try to sell a call or whatever. Is it part of the game? Sure. Is it trying to get an advantage? Sure. But don't expect people to suddenly start thinking that anytime something like that happens that you're not faking it or that you're not flopping because that's what happens. You have made this whole thing to where you over-the-top exaggerate or uh, you know, get over-emotional or dramatic or whatever. So every time I see it, I'm like, okay, sure. Especially whatever. in the case of someone like LeBron. I mean, yeah, I know the cachet that his name carries, but he does have a little bit of a reputation for doing the over-dramatic. So, I mean... If it were to turn out to be a serious injury, you know, it might just take that split second longer to react and realize, <laughs> hey, this is actually serious because he has oversold it so often. Yeah, I again, I don't like LeBron. I've ne- I I used to actually like LeBron, but I stopped liking LeBron. I really don't like LeBron. So yeah, any type of time I see him, I'm like, dude, you're six eight, two hundred eighty pounds or whatever it is, and I don't care how old you are. You're still a physical specimen, so little things like that, it just gives me a hard time to believe that it actually caused you so much pain that you had to have stoppage in the game and act like you were really hurt. That's just me. Not saying it for everybody else, but that's just me. But, hey, it's Trash Talk Thursday, so that's a perfect trash talk to have today. We got more Out of Bounds in the final segment of the second hour coming up next. Stay with us. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. And I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. 
make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at redriverram.com. You know I wish that I had cookies too. I wish that I had cookies too. No better value for your buck. Corky's Barbecue. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Musical legend Quincy Jones' book, 12 Notes on Life and Creativity, chronicles lessons he has learned over his nine decades. One is Recycle Your Pain, graphically illustrated by a horrific visit that he, his younger brother, and father made to see his mother in the mental institution where she lived out her life. Jones suffered greatly over losing his mom in this way, but was able to redirect his pain by creating music that celebrates love and has brought joy to millions. The world is full of suffering and of the overcoming of it. You can do it, my friend. Double B's is here to make your day a little easier and to provide you some quality snacks, drinks, fuel, and other things you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Looking for your next truck and shocked by the prices? As a member of Telco Federal Credit Union, they can help finance your next purchase, whether from a dealership or from an individual. Telco can even finance your out-of-state funds, and if needed, they can help with vehicle values and negotiation tips. The local team at Telco Federal Credit Union will find you the right loan, the lowest rate, and make the process easy. Stop in, log on, or call 501 375-5321. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Double B's presents Joseph Pinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta ask because I've always wondered why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah, Dixon Street. Dixon Street. <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street was. Uh, it'll get you on 1037 The Buzz. It's 
out of bounds, folks. And I got a question for you. How many guns does a man need? Very simple question. Well, the answer is always just one more. And right now, Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is the place to go for just that one more gun. They're featuring up to $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, as well as a $75 rebate on Beretta A300 Ultima and $150 rebates on the Beretta A400. Also, the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Super Mag 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland is on sale at Max Prairie Wings for just $849.99. And if you're in the market for a new handgun, Max carries a huge selection of all calibers. Like right now, the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic is just $249.99 after rebate. So check out their entire gun selection and the huge ammo sale that is going on right now, either at the store there in Stuttgart or online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. It's Max Prairie Wings. The hunt begins here. Again, it is Out of Bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. Going to have a, a pretty quick segment here, and then once we take a top-of-the-hour update, we're going to have uh, Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast join us. We'll talk bowl games and college football with him uh, for a little bit, too. But it's funny, I keep getting tweets from people, and this is it's not a bad thing, but just, just to keep reiterating, yes, tomorrow is my last day here on the bus. Uh, it's my last day on Out of Bounds. So I guess, uh, you know, it, it, but it, what, I bring that up not to reiterate the fact or beat a dead horse, but I'm bringing it up because it's, it's just so re- great. It's a great reminder that in radio especially, you never know how many people are going to be listening at one given time, but also just how different at times people do listen. Like sometimes you can just assume, ah, every listener we have listens for three straight hours from beginning to end, and as great as that would be, that's just not the case. Some people only listen from 2 to 2.30. Some people listen from 2.45 to 3.30, something like that. And some people just don't listen at all. But that is just a, a fun thing where it's like, wait a minute, when did this happen? When did this get talked about? When did that go on? Well, it got officially announced this past Friday, but... It's, yeah, I had uh, a call earlier who said he had no idea that that was going on, even though you had, like you said, <laughs> announced it on Friday. Yeah, but yeah, again, this goes to show you that People listen at different times, different audiences, at different parts of the show. So, But yes, that is happening. Uh, tomorrow will be the last day. But we're going to have the last hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. It's the third hour. And Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast is going to be joining us. We'll also have your Razor Aug update. Get to hear from Coach Eric Musselman and what he thinks about UNC Wilmington. And a lot more coming up on Out of Bounds on Trash Talk Thursday. So you better stay with us. Trey Johnson with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, and we have a big New Year's sale going on. All current inventory has been marked down like a 23 Delta 32-foot 24K trailer down over $3,000. A Good Guys 35 plus 5 20K trailer marked down over $3,000 under MSRP. All these trailers come with a one-year factory warranty. We have financing for everyone, whether you have good credit or bad credit. Come see why so many people are choosing to buy from HJ Trailer Sales. 